Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Bob and I still reveling in the Yager weekend. Celebrate 68. And one man at the center of it all, the MC, did a fantastic job. Yesterday was our friend and yours, Paul Steigerwald, affectionately known as Steige. Hello, Steige. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Awesome job, man. I was watching from that vantage point of, of being in those shoes, and, and I know what kind of responsibility that is, and you, you've handled it beautifully. Thanks a lot, Bob. I appreciate it, Joe. I love hearing that it's the Joe show. That's a good, that has a nice ring to it. Joe. The Joe show, yeah. It can never be that when Bob's on it. Today it's the Bob <laughs> show. Steige's on the fan hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Steige, you're the one who interviewed Yager. I don't know when it was. I think he was with the Panthers um, mm-hmm. in the clips that keep showing up or showed up all weekend. Some great uh, quotes from that. Plus, you were at the center of a lot of these things this week, most notably yesterday's official raising of the jersey to the rafters. What stood out uh, about all of it for you, about the whole week for you? Well, a lot of things. Uh, number one, that Yarmir Yager is a really interesting character, like way more compelling, deeper, more complex than I think anybody really ever realized. And Yes, he is a man. He's matured a great deal, and he still has the boyish quality. And I think some of it's because he never did get married. He's kind of a uh, an eternal bachelor, if you will. But uh, he's got, got a beautiful girlfriend, as we saw. And I just, I, I was just amazed at how what a what a deep thinker he is. The spirituality of him really struck me too. Like because. You know, I don't know if you noticed, but we did not talk about gambling at all. I didn't bring it up. I didn't really want to bring it up because Yags became notorious for gambling too much, right? I mean, it was just one of those things that people talked about. And what he said when we did the dinner the other night, he talked about going to churches. And I thought, he he has basically replaced casinos with churches. Hmm. He was baptized in 2001 in the Orthodox Church in Prague by a bishop. And when he would come to games as members of, uh, as a member of the Florida Panthers or Flyers, I noticed in his stall every time he had these religious icons that he, that he uh, stuck to the back wall of his stall in the locker room. And there'd be three or four of them there, like the Virgin Mary. And a lot of them were those real old style looking icons that you see in Europe. And I, I was always struck by that. But I thought, that's a personal thing. I'm not going to ask him about his 
his faith or anything, but make no mistake, that's become a big thing. And he said yesterday, I'm a, uh, I believe in God, and I prayed, and it came true. And I think that he's become extremely reflective on why he ended up being the person he became, the great player that he became, that his destiny was to basically be fulfilled here in Pittsburgh, you know, playing with Mary Lemieux. And I think a lot of it has to do now uh, with his spirituality and the way that he views himself in the world. So that, to me, I think is the thing that made the biggest impact. I think that's tremendous. And it also goes to show you just how people in general will change. Uh, you do grow up. You do have an opportunity to reflect on things. And I, I thought he was very good in the press conference that preceded all of this, too, Steige. He was, uh, you know talking about decisions he had to make throughout a course of his life and why he made them. And they weren't popular, especially here in Pittsburgh when he chose Philly over them. But his reasoning was sound, I thought. It was, uh, you know, it was always sound. I mean, his reason for going to Philadelphia instead of Pittsburgh when he signed with the Flyers was sound. It was a hockey, de hockey decision. He's, he's, a, he's an extremely intelligent person. You know, we hear the term hockey IQ. How about just IQ in general? The guy's unbelievably smart. He's running a hockey team right now in, in, in Chechia, you know, he, he was talking on the podcast I watched about revenue and how you get your revenue from tickets. And, you know, he has a deep understanding of the business of hockey from having made all that money and, and, and understanding the problems the Penguins went through and how he fit into the scheme of that. And then he, his dad buys a, the team in his hometown and he feels obligated to, to keep the team and keep it going because he loves hockey and he loves his homeland and he wants kids to be able to grow up and have a team in their hometown. I mean, that guy's unbelievable. I, I, I think he's a treasure. I think the Penguins should hire him. I think Fenway Sports Group should hire him. I think he should be an ambassador for hockey in Europe. Uh, you know, he should be FSG's ambassador in Europe. They have soccer teams there. They, you know, they have uh, they have a, a, a stake in what happens uh, over there. And I think Yager would be the perfect guy to kind of represent the Penguins and Fenway Sports Group, and they should pay him handsomely to do it, in my opinion. I agree. Josh Yowie wrote about that today, that they should find, you know, I guess he's sticking around for a couple of days, uh, find some sort of role for him. He was brilliant on the TV broadcasts, Steige. He was funny. He's naturally funny. Like, he's, he's, his speech was hilarious at times. And also, he's very perceptive. And the way that he framed the power play was... I think these guys respect each other too much. And he broke it down. He broke down the first power play goal last night. I think he'd be great on TV, too. He'd be great at anything he wants to do. He's, he's awesome. I'm telling you. First of all, Joe and Bob, another thing that struck me about that presentation, about everything, what people have to understand is the Penguins are in another universe when it comes to to documenting their history. And thank God, because their history has been phenomenal, okay? But for the longest time, people took the time to document, to save video. Uh, Bob and I did it when we worked together at KDKA. We had stacks of old VHS tapes that were, that were the raw tapes. We got a hold of those. We gave them to the Penguins. They, 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 they called it. They curated it. They created an archive. Now they can tap into it. And then they have these brilliant guys that work in the Penguins organization to put that stuff together. The, the guy named John Otte, he's a brilliant videographer, mm -hmm. okay? And when Bob and I worked at KDK, we had Michael Chalik, who was a brilliant videographer. Mm -hmm. People who I think are really underrated and overlooked in terms of the, what, what it takes to be able to put something like that on. That presentation yesterday featured three distinct videos. If you didn't have that footage, 
and, and, and the documentation, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as good, okay, mm. because you wouldn't have had that opportunity to see. And then you see what Yager was like, the charisma, the smile. He was a rock star. I mean, the natural magnetism of him came through, jumped out of the screen, okay? He's like a movie star. And I, I, I agree with you guys. He could do anything he wanted to do. I, I really believe that. I think he could run for president of his country and probably win. <laughs> and I'm, not, and I'm, not, I'm totally serious about that. And I think he could go to Hollywood and probably find a way to get into movies, um, especially when he had that long hair and, and, and he was playing a few years ago in the beard. He looked like a, an ancient mythical figure. You know, he just has a really, really, <laughs> he, he has a really cool persona, right? And, yeah. and, uh, and he can still work on the power play, Dougie. Come on. Yes, and he could help the Penguins power play. <laughs> Bob, you're next. I thought... Looking back, one of the things that struck me, and it, it made me think about when you were there when he first came into Pittsburgh and you showed him around and you wanted to be, and I remember you selling that to the people at our station about, hey, you got to be around this. This is going to be something special. Th- that video, more than any of them, really hit home with me because it was this guy who didn't speak English coming to this country, yet he was willing to go out and do all of this, even though he couldn't speak, a lot of people would have been intimidated by that. But all he had to do was smile and and show off the personality, and he did. And it was amazing from that point on what it turned out to be. I agree. You know, and I think that was uh, the first sign that he was a special character, right? Uh, we didn't know what kind of a player he was going to be. We assumed he was going to be really good because guys who were picked at that level of hockey are good. And, and then when we saw how big he was, he had all the trappings of being, you know, a great player. Um, but there was no way of knowing until you really got him into games and got him on the ice to know what kind of player he was going to turn into. But we certainly saw the person right away, the personality, and he didn't have to be able to speak English. As I said yesterday, the universal language is that smile. <laughs> right? That smile and that hair, and boy, did the ladies go after it. <laughs> it's funny stuff, man. The other night, I was so funny. I loved that part of the, and I, I bet they didn't even use it on television because it was, you know, it was a little kind of some stuff you'd see in a banquet or something. But I, but I said that, uh, you know, he had gone to the Berlitz school and all he wanted to learn was lines he could use to pick up ladies. And then, <laughs> and then he said, well, then I, he said he hated the Berlitz school. And I said, so you just watch TV, right? He goes, yes, Al Bundy, married with children. And I said, no wonder you never got married. <laughs> Everybody laughed. It was a fun moment, but, uh, you know, and he was cool enough to listen. If you're going to dish it, you out. Oh, you got to be able to take it, and and that's what all of us learned in that locker room back then. I mean, you you could not have thin skin around the Pittsburgh Penguins ever. And uh, with Paul Coffey and guys like that around, Peter Taglianetti, uh, who learned from Randy Carlisle, and you know that that was a fun room, man. Uh, and people enjoyed ribbing each other and and getting ribbed. It was all part of the fun of, of being in that world. Anything else stand out, Stoggy, from interacting with the boys, the old boys, whether it was Mario, Ronnie Francis, Ulfie, Kevin Stevens, Scotty Bowman, Craig Patrick? What stood out from any of those interactions? Well, Craig Patrick was like a proud father, you know, and he, he cried, I think, for most of the ceremony. <laughs> uh, but he's, he was like a proud father standing up in the suite yesterday, kind of looking around at all his children, you know. That's that's what it felt like when I was looking at him and um, – and then just being around Alfie and Ronnie Francis, you know, I remember the first time I saw those two together in Pittsburgh. Uh, I went to Froggy's on a Friday night, and they had just been acquired uh, that week in the big trade. 
and uh, they were standing there, standing there having drinks, and I met them. That's how I met them. Okay, and there I was last night sitting in the suite in the front row, and I looked to my right, and there's Alfie and Ronnie sitting next to one another, and they have been attached at the hip ever since they left Hartford and came to Pittsburgh together, and uh, that was cool to see them. And Ron Francis, uh, you know, he's a class act, and I got a chance to meet him and talk to him for a while. It's the first time I'd talked to him in a while, and his wife, Mary Lou, and, you know, there's just so many nice people, Troy and Afkaloni and, uh, you know, and Jamie, uh, Patrick, Craig's wife, just the, the, the family, right? The Penguins are a, are a familial organization, and, and I don't think they should ever lose that. And I think it's good that the president of business operations is Kevin Ackland from Pittsburgh, PA, because I think that it's really important that the Penguins keep that thread going and that feeling of it being a big family and because there's a there's a, a definitely a line of greatness that just runs through the whole organization, starting with Mario, continuing with Yaramir, now with Sid, and, you know, you don't want to lose that. I guess in that vein, uh, you know, Mario almost feels like an estranged member of the family at the moment, Steige, to be honest, and it was great to see him. What kind of spirits was he in, and do you expect him to be around more often? That's a good question. I didn't get a chance to talk to Mario yesterday because at that time that I was in that suite with Craig and, and some of the guys, uh, I, he wasn't there. So I, I didn't really get a chance to talk to him. So, um, I, you know, everybody hopes that Mario becomes more engaged. Uh, that's for all those guys to figure out. Um, but I think we all know that, that, that it's really, really important that that doesn't go away. So hopefully that'll that'll happen. You know, um, Time has a way of changing things. I mean, just look at the auger thing. Look, look at how time changed right. that situation. So you're just going to have to be patient. And change is hard, too. You know, a lot of times it's a little disruptive. And, you know, you don't like to see it. But at the same time, you hope that in the end, the best things will happen. And the, and the goodness will rise to the top, if you will. Yeah, I, I think it will take time. Uh, I certainly get that feeling, too. And uh, I think the onus is on uh, the ownership group to make that happen quite frankly. So I think it will come, you know, Mary is also a granddad now, you know, he's got a lot of things going on. <laughs> so that, that, that is interesting on it to itself. I mean, I think he really enjoys that role style. So he's spending a lot well, of time. I know with he those. Does. There's no doubt about that. And uh, I, I think I, I'm looking forward to seeing him at, at his camp, you know, that's coming up here in a few weeks. So that'll be fun. That's always great. And uh, you know, the only interaction I had with Mario yesterday was I looked over at him during the ceremony, and he winked at me. <laughs> I saw that, I think, on TV. I swear yeah. I did, Steige. It's a classic wink, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's like a wink and a nod from Mario is worth a million words. That's right. Right, Bob? Yeah, absolutely. Did you interact with Yager's mom at all? That that was the thing I saw on one of the Penguins shows that they do was her shopping up in the apparel store and she was just so, uh, I don't know what the word is, adorable. She was great. I mean, you can't help just, you know, looking at her. You want to hug her just like Yager did. Did you interact with her at all? A little bit. And I saw her again. She came out of a suite. She just happened to be walking out of one of the suites when I was in the hallway. And she gave me a big smile, and I hugged her. And, and, I, and I said, when are you leaving? And she, she had no idea what I was asking her. She said, <laughs> no English, you know, and. There was no one there to translate, so I, I just said, okay, <laughs> it's, like, it's all good, and <clears throat> hugged her, and she went away, but, boy, that was touching, man, when she was crying, 
And that smile of hers, that's where Yager gets it. Oh. Uh, he looks a lot like her. So that's a that's a definitely a genetic thing. Um, no doubt in my mind. And you know, Mario had a vivacious mom too. I don't know if you know he looked like his mother also. And uh, his mom was vivacious and he she and Mario's mom had a huge influence on him too. And what a lot of people don't know about the big boy is that he is one of the funniest people you'll ever meet. He's hilarious, okay? So his humor is dry and quick. He's got a very quick wit. And oh. he kind of hides it a little bit behind that veneer of, you know, of elegance that he has. But it's it's really he is really a funny guy. And trust me, he's a hockey player, okay? Because they're all they all have a special quality about them. I'm just so happy to be a part of that world, that hockey world. I, I love I love the NHL players, uh, even to this day, they're all great people. As soon as I came off the ice yesterday, I took a step to my left and I heard a voice from behind, and and and, and I turned around and it was Sid. He said, "Good job, Staggy." Mm-hmm. I turned around and Sid. He said, "Good job." That's the kind of person he is. Nothing goes unnoticed by Sidney Crosby either. Yeah. Well, that's high praise, and you deserved it, too. You did a fantastic job. What was it like, Stoggy, to be out there? Yager said he had trouble focusing uh, in the days leading up to yesterday because he had to make that speech. Was it true for you, too, because you had to, you know, have the ceremony go well? Yeah, it was true. You know, uh, listen, it's like people could uh, well, usually forget all the things you do when you do them. Like, like for instance, I was telling people, yeah, I'm pretty nervous. Against, you know, I've had a lot of anxiety about this for a while. They say, ah, you'll do great. You've done it a zillion times. But what people understand, that's what they tell air traffic controllers, you know, but all it takes is one, <laughs> one screw up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, Bobby, you can relate to that. I mean, you just don't want to mess it up. No. Right? So, so I, yeah, I had a lot of anxiety leading up to it, and it's also kind of the critic's curse. You know, I, I set a high standard for others and, and for myself. I'm really hard on myself. And that's kind of the curse of being a critic because, you know, the accolades come with a price, and that price is the anxiety you feel leading up to it. Steige, we appreciate you taking the time today, man. Thank you. Yeah, it was awesome. And, again, tremendous job. Yes. Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. I don't think it could have gone any better. Well, I'll tell you, kudos to the Penguins organization for putting that thing together. And, again, those video geniuses, they're very important. Yeah, that's why it's important to save it all. You're right. Without it, it doesn't doesn't have the same – Feel. The presentation, all of that, and I also think that there's a lesson to learn, as we've discussed here today, by the other two pro teams in town for the Penguins and Yager making peace and doing the right thing and the fans and everything else uh, in terms of Terry Bradshaw and Barry Bonds, for yep. that matter. Thank you, Stoggy. Okay, Joe, take care. Take care, Bob. All right. Thanks, Stoggy. Stoggy's a good man. Man, that Always. must have been nerve-wracking, huh? I, I think he's such a great storyteller, too. He can tell these stories because he's lived those stories. And I, I really I really appreciate how big of an assignment that is and to pull it off the way he did. Anxiety is a good word. There's, you would know, you know, better. You would know better than me. people over there, and you got to do this. Yeah. People watching everyone. Right. You can't let that get in your head, but somehow it does creep in there once in a while, which creates those little butterflies. I would think it would have to. And yeah, it went but that's off. also it went good. Off without a hitch. If you didn't have that, then you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. That means you don't care, right? And you wouldn't do the same job, right? Uh, fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates Personal Injury Law Firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. 
Listen to this, Bob. Larry Richard, once again, hosting the Feed the Need Variety Show to raise funds for our Giant Eagle Feed the Need Radiothon, March 1st at Oaks Theater in Oakmont at 7.30 p.m. Performances from Kiki, Alista, and Bubba, and, and the Joe Starkey. I wonder. Now, what do you have up your sleeve for this? You're going to see. <laughs> You're going to see, Bob. Oh, my God. You this may take, your, you may take your shirt off because now you've lost weight, and I, I bet you there's a tightening of the core muscles, and you could may be. want to show those off. That could happen. Tickets available now at 937thefan.com with all the proceeds going to the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank. Now I'm getting nervous about that. <laughs> Larry <laughs> asked me to do that, and I said, yes, they want me to sing. You know what I should do? I should bring Gwen to sing with me. She's a professional singer. It can be like Bob Dylan. Are you going to make up Bias. your own song, though, like you often do? No. No. It won't be a funny song. Should I sing a funny song? A song. Are you going to be there? I'll sing to you. I can't be there that day. No. Yes, you can. No, I can't. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll sing to you, Bob. That's what I'll do. Oh, by the way, did you hear that we've all decided here, everybody who was in with me last week and all the producers, that if there's an NBA team here it's, or a WNBA, they should be the Pittsburgh Pompeianis. <laughs> and you should be the play-by-play guy. Oh, I'd love to do that. You know, we did, uh, when the Arena League was here, Craig Wolfley and I did three years of play-by-play for them. Did you? Did yeah, you like Pittsburgh that? Pittsburgh power. Yeah, you it would was be fun. Great it was it, fun. You'd be great at the NBA. I love I love the NBA. And Is I there love not enough of a corporate? I hate the All-Star game, but I love the NBA. What was the score last night? Ridiculous. 211 Um, Do you think there's not enough of a corporate base here to yes. have an NBA team? Yes, so it's I a, do. It's a pipe dream. I think it is. Would it be nice? I think people, again, you have to look at, I use Pitt as an example. Unless you're really, really good, and you better be really good, you're not going to really capture the imagination well, the or the, the sponsorship. That's the Penguins and the Pirates, too. It's the too. same thing, right. And if you add another to the mix, I think you'll just be tapping into the same people that you always tap into. There's not enough uh, of that corporate, uh, you know, widespread uh, ability to tap into. That's why you should own the team, fund the team, call play-by-play, yeah. play, and be called the Pittsburgh Pompeianis. I would like that. Do you agree, Nelly? I'd go to the games. I think everybody would. Yeah, that's probably a pipe dream. It is. NBA would you game. like it? I know you'd like it. Of course. I think people would get, the one thing they do is sell off their personalities pretty good. I mean, they have, and you get a chance to watch people like Steph Curry come to town. Huh. I, I like would, that. I would love it. Um, and I'd love a WNBA team, you know? That, I think that that's has. That's the alternative. I, yeah. I'd be, I was just talking to you. Uh, we were watching something up on that screen over there. It was an NC State women's game. How women's college sports, I'm talking really specifically about basketball, uh, volleyball, softball when they get to the World Series, have taken off like into mainstream where tons and tons of people are watching it. We talked last week, Bob, I think we've reached the point in college basketball, the first time ever where if you asked a casual sports fan to name the top two women's college players and men's college <laughs> players, they would name they would know the women first. Do you agree? I, I, I agree with that. Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark. Absolutely. They wouldn't know the guy. They wouldn't they wouldn't be able to name no. him. I mean, there are a lot of potential, but you wouldn't know him. And they don't stand out as much as Caitlin Clark after just breaking the record with a shot from the logo and then Angel Reese and what she's been able to do. And I will also say that um I think volleyball more than, you know, I expected basketball to take off just because the coverage of it. Yeah. But volleyball has become very Millions well watched. Watch it. Yeah. Very well watched. 
And Pitt has a really good team year in and year out, and they draw big crowds over there too. So that's good to see. Record crowd at the Pete, if I'm not mistaken. All right, Bob, let's get By back. By the way, to- did you see Sabrina and Eskew take on Steph that Curry? That was great. I mean, she yeah. she almost beat him. She it was took on him fire early. to hit his last couple of shots to do it. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get back to the, the the Jersey retirement story that we had going. Who's next here? And who's already been maybe snubbed in this town? Bradshaw and Bonds, we both agree with. Someone told me I was stupid for saying that Bonds over McCutcheon. What? Uh, I love Andrew McCutcheon, and I think his jersey, I, I come around to your view, I, that they will retire it. I think they should, but not until Barry Bonds gets his retired. Let's talk about some Penguins, and let's talk about some college. Pitt retired um, jerseys. Why don't we? Will you, Bob? Yes, and you had a top five Pitt Panthers of the 21st century you wanted to get into. Yes. There's a debate to be had there. There are a lot of good candidates. And a sixth man. We'll do all that coming up on The Joe Show with Bob. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sorry, Bob, that had nothing to do with you. It was a good Yelp, though. Your wife yells at you, too, when you do that? Yeah, she doesn't like it. It's an uncomfortable situation. I don't have the um, the octave range that you have. I just, um, mine's more of a deeper Yelp. You want to try it? Fish, it has to be. Uh, that's <laughs> the hell not, was that? That's yours. That's, see, that would annoy me, to be honest. If yeah. I was if I was married to you and I heard that a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, I, you never hear it in my household. She wants to. How do you squelch it? Uh, but you have to. You have to. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like holding in a gas moment. You can't do it. it, it eventually, you got to let it out. Fishman, <laughs> does your do you do you do that around your wife? And does she I, do it around just, you? The no, gas moments. It. The gas moments. I do, unfortunately, and I apologize when I do. 
Does she um, yell at you for that? No, just rolled eyes. I know when I'm doing it wrong, but again, I feel freedom when I do it and just yell out. Wait, is there a right way to do it? <laughs> I didn't know there was a right well, the way right to do way that. is to move into another room and try to hold right. them back a little bit, but yeah. then that's not good for your system, I don't think. It's nice to be able to do all these things around your family, right? We should be able to do this stuff, right? <laughs> is it nice? Yes. Maybe not for you them, but yeah. You can't, it's a sign you that you're comfortable and that right. you, you have no inhibitions, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> Bob, you understand what I'm saying. Of course, Gino, Fleury, Latang, Barrasso, the list could go on. Just a little part of me wonders, and, and the circumstances surrounding Michelle Briere having his um, jersey retired are obviously different. But if you're just going to have the icons of icons, it would be Lemieux, Yager, Crosby. Would it not? If that's if that was the threshold, yeah, I guess. But again, why would you want to limit it to that? There's you're, some, you're making because, your own rules as a franchise because here. there's not, something cool about limiting it, limiting to that. All right, and I'm not saying widespread just bring everyone in, but there are certain people who, depending on how you view them, Malkin and Latang, both to me, should be up there. I know, and I, I a bigger part of me thinks that too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's there's also that part of me that says, man, just just reserve it for you, for the 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 icons, the literal icons. And there's three of those in Penguins history: yeah. Lemieux, Yager, and Sid. <clears throat> right? Yes. You know, banner raising is an interesting topic because I saw a storied franchise like the Lakers, which raise everything. If you look at their rafters out there at the. Um, it's not the Staples Center. What is it called now? Yeah, of course the they also they also put up this. They put up the mid-season out. I think that's, the, I think the NBA made them do that. Well, that's a mistake. That's not worth it. It it you know come on. You're not even dealing with a full set of teams there, so you you can overdo it. So I understand that, and I'm not going to support that kind of stuff. But I mean, when it comes to iconic players who who've contributed to championships and who have you know Hall of Fame potential, they should be up there. 412-928-9370. All right. I was communicating with uh, people at Pitt today. And here are the Pitt basketball players. You ready for this? Who have their jerseys retired. Are you Go ready ahead. for this, yep. Bob? Mm -hmm. Billy Knight, mm -hmm. 34. Brandon Knight, 20. Don Hennon, 10. And Charles Smith, 32. Anybody else? How about Dewan Blair? Does he reach that status for you? Now, Brandon. No. All right, go ahead. No, I'm he's sorry. one. Dewan Blair is one of my best players since the year 2000. No question. I don't know. I mean, you only have it, it, things have changed now, so that I, it would be hard for me. For example, a guy like um, Blake Hinson. Yeah. You know, it used to be you had to be here for a certain amount of years, and you only had those years, and that was it. Now you're you know, coming and going, somebody's here for a year or two, and you and you try to factor that in in the course of a four-year career or a five-year career. I don't know how you can do the same thing with that. I guess I guess the threshold is legends, and all of those guys are legends. I think in some way, in some way, I guess. Does Charles Smith fit that description? Yeah, I think so. Jerome Lane could probably fit. Jerome that description. Lane could. He still has their all-time record for rebounds yeah. in a season. He was terrific. You talk about Blair, but Jerome Lane was. Uh, a machine when it came to class and, work. Yeah, right, right. And Brandon Knight, some people may say, well, 
he wasn't a phenomenal player. It's more about what he did for the program. I think that's there's some truth to that, but you also look at Brandon and he's up there. He's the he's the all time leader in assists. He's the all time leader in steals. I mean, Pitt basketball's been around and has had some great tradition for, you know, a century, right? Or more, Bob? Yeah. I, I when I see Brandon Knight and I do put him ahead of the man I'm gonna tell you about, but Carl Krauser was the same kind of player for me. He he was an IQ guy. He was the heart and soul. Levance Fields also another one. Similar kind of you know floor general leadership. I don't know if the stats will uh, you know suggest that he and those guys deserve to be up there, but they both to me represented what you need to have to be successful in college basketball, and that's great guard play. You have to have it. Would you have anybody else up there? And who's next for Pitt basketball? Is Sam Young to be considered? Sam Young has their two greatest in terms of total points seasons of all time and is their fourth leading scorer behind Charles Smith, Clyde Vaughn, Larry Harris, and Sam Young. I don't know, man. When I think of... I mean, I don't think of him as a great, great player, great, great, but he, he was, was really he was, good. Yes, at what, he was. For me, the guy from that era, the guy from the 21st century is Dewan Blair. Now, he was only here for a couple of years. That's probably the issue. But I could see that one for what he did, what he represented, just to throw who down he a, was. A seam thabit. He had, <laughs> just who had a better game than him in this whole century? I'm talking the tw- since well, since 2000, then 23 points and 22 rebounds well, you at put, UConn. I understand that, and that's a that is a double 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 double. I mean, it's in double double digits. Jerome Lane was kind of a. But legend. I, I would say that Hinson, that performance we saw the other night, is going to be remembered for quite some time. And what was it, the third highest point total in one single game? It was phenomenal. But we're talking about raising jerseys to the. Rafters. I know. I'm not putting him in that conversation. I'm just saying. Oh, it was great. Um, so would you put Blair in? Yes or no? Yes. Sam Young. Yes. Man, you are Jersey happy here. No, I'm also. I mean, fourth leading all time. Jerome scorer. Lane. <laughs> Clyde Vaughn. All right. I get the point. Sam Clancy. Did he even play basketball here? I can't Sam remember. Clancy, of course yes. he did. He was phenomenal. He was phenomenal. He was. He was Dewan Blair before Dewan Blair was Dewan Blair. He didn't play football here. No, that came later. And boy, what an amazing story that was. Just watching it's almost like Carlton Hasselrig you know who who turned his career completely around into a different sport you know basically Sam Clancy has two of the greatest rebounding seasons of all time but see you only have four years basically to deal with in college versus pros or two or two two. or in pros so I think you have to change your uh, the way you make that decision in a very limited amount of time versus you know, professional careers, which could go 15 years or more. So, Do you think Brandon Knight was worthy? I yeah, sure I do, do. I do. Given all the success that program had when he was here, sure, I do. I would put up Dewan Blair next. I don't feel like there's any glaring omissions, though, not like a Terry Bradshaw or a Barry Bonds. How about pit football? You could make a case for a lot of guys in pit football. I'm glad you asked, Bob. Uh, and by the way, John Parado says that Dick Shiner should be uh, in the Steelers Hall of Fame. Do you agree with that, Bob? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm drawing the lines of so many players. All right. Uh, here's the <laughs> here's P- 
Pitt football. By the way, Bob has a showdown coming up at noon. Uh-oh. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, 1. Dan Marino, 13. Dorsett, 33. Marshall Goldberg, 42. Joe Schmidt, 65. Mark May, 73. Jimbo Covert, 75. Bill Fralick, 79. Mike Ditka, 89. Hugh Green, 99. What a phenomenal history of Pitt football. I've often said I think I could build an all-time Pitt team that could beat anybody anybody yeah. else's all-time team. Anybody's. I don't think there's any debate there. Aaron Donald's a name you did not call out. Well, that's the one that I was communicating with somebody with over there, and I'll tell you uh, that they seem to be waiting for a time when Donald could, you know, I guess fully enjoy it during the football season. Now, I was also told that Dorsett, Hugh Green, and Bill Fralick had their jerseys retired at halftime of their last home game. How That's great unusual. is that? That's a good, well, again, enjoy Marino the moment. Marino was, re- was retired in December before his last home game. Enjoy the moment. That's what I, they should have done with Aaron Donald. I say the sooner the better, and that, that, that has to happen, right? Yeah. Anybody else spring to mind? Kenny Pickett? <laughs> I mean, I would, I got to think about that one. Shady McCoy? Shady McCoy, I would say yes to. I'm, Boy, I'm saying yes to a lot of great. people, but he was terrific. If you played at Pitt or for any of the sports teams, Bob will put your jersey up. No, I'm just saying people who are really elite at what Brian, they do during their time here. <laughs> Brian, who was that hitter for the Pirates? Who was the guy who batted 13 times? And Brian struck- Giles? No, Brian. No. Uh, I can't remember. He was a shortstop. Brian. A shortstop named Brian. Yeah, uh, he played for like 10 minutes. He had like 20 at-bats and struck out 10 times. Not Brian Bittner, Brian something. You would put a lead. Oh, Brian, I know who you're talking about now, yeah. not Bittner. Um, what was his uh, name? Um, Bill, uh, no, Brian, not Bill. Uh, not Brian Bill. But it was B. Yeah, it was. It was a B. Brian. I can't remember. I can't remember. Brian, Brian Bixler. Bixler. Brian Bixler. That's what it is, Bixler. You would retire his jersey, Bob. Craig You'd Wilson retire too. Adam LaRoche, Craig Wilson. Craig all, Wilson. <laughs> all these guys. All right. Do you have a showdown ready? No, but we'll do one anyway. Well, wait. Pit football. Are we missing anybody? Uh, Darrell Rivas, is he in? Did you mention him? He's I don't not. know. No. Darrell Rivas. Yeah, he should be in. What about somebody like Mark May? He's already in. Did I mention him? I think he's in. I don't think I mentioned him. No. I thought he was in. I thought he wait was offensive second. lineman like Colvert and um, I don't Bill Freilich. Fitzgerald, Marino, Dorsett, Goldberg, Schmidt, May, Covert, Freilich. May, you just said May. Oh. Now what the hell am I talking about? What about Russ Grimm, then? How about Ricky Jackson? I don't know, Bob. I mean, you can put mean, everybody again, in. I'm not – I. where do you draw the line? It is a very subjective question. Um, it's a nice problem to have. If you're an organization that doesn't have I'll tell you where anyone, I draw the line is after – I draw the line after – after a Super Bowl quarterback who went 4-0 with Super Bowls and two MVPs in those games. Somewhere after him. And Ben should absolutely not get this honor until Bradshaw well, I think Bradshaw should be next. I agree. Thank you, Bob. You're welcome, Joe. Very kindly. It's going to be me against Nelly and Nelly against me in the showdown coming up next. Bob has all the questions ready. We have a lot of things to get to. Rick Pitino. Had an incredible rant yesterday. Oh, boy. hear about that. He's throwing players under the bus by name. And then backing them over. Yes, we're going to talk about that. 
for sure. We're going to talk about that. Uh, 50 minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Fiat Route 19 Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC sir, uh, provider for over 50 years. So, yes, we have tons to talk about. I have a Twitter poll out there that has garnered amazing results here for Fields, Rudolph, or Pickett. Tell you about that coming up. Fan Weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Sunny throughout the day, high of 41. Bob? No, it's you. Joe? It says Bob at 11.51. He already did his. Oh, you snuck in on me, Bob. I did it because and the, now clock, the, whole the, clock, the clock up. management was all messed up there. We were going to be called for uh, delay of the game. Uh, Next and time I didn't you want do that, that to can happen. you at least tell me? I did it right did when it. you were here. I don't listen to anything. I've got a show to run. <laughs> all right, I'll Joe? do, I'll do <laughs> Joe. Joe has a, has a message for the people. Gina G and Petro, one of my favorite Topics. You, many others have heard me bring up Gina Gina Petro's name. It would help if I could pronounce the last name, Bob. I've said it so many times. Gina Gina Petro, my friend Gina. How well known she is helps Gina find her clients like Mary. Buyers for their home. Mary says Gina and her team are the best she's ever worked with. She just sold. I can't talk. I can't talk because I wasn't expecting to do this, Nellie. Bob intentionally sabotaged the show today. I Here think we, we can both agree on Here that. Here we go. Do you agree on that? You got to be like water. Adapt to anything that you're put in. Nellie's very wise, isn't he, Bob? He is, beyond his years. Mary says that Gina and her team are she's ever worked with. She just sold her home in the North Hills to move to another state. Gina's marketing plan brought so much attention to Mary's home, she got offers right away and says the GM Petro team made the whole process so easy and they managed everything seamlessly. Now she's recommending Gina and her team to everyone she knows. You can't lose. Gina sits down with you. You agree on a price and a deadline. If the deadline passes, the home isn't sold. Gina will have it bought and turned into a rental. Call the only agent I would trust if I needed to sell my home in Pittsburgh. Gina G. and Petro of REMAX Select Realty. Call Gina, 724-602-9752. Google GM Petro of Remax Select Realty and look up GinaWillSellYourHome.com. That's GinaWillSellYourHome.com. Charlie Borges with your fan headlines. The Pittman's basketball team in action tomorrow night at 8.30 is when the pregame is. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. For Morgan on 93.7thefan.com, fan headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.